0: Yeah, it's, it's the cross. Jesus went to that cross, and he took the stripes, and he took the nails, and he, he bore all those things for us. Three days later, up from the grave, he arose. Three days later, he rose as
1: King of Kings and as Lord of Lords. Dakota. Hey Zach. How you doing? Oh doing just great. Good good. Hey we started a podcast today.
0: Oh we sure do. (laughs) We sure did.
1: Hey what's up guys welcome to season one episode one of Cross Joke, a TFL podcast. As you've heard I'm one of your hosts Zach Anderson. And I'm
0: one of your hosts Dakota Wright's hand.
1: Welcome. Yeah
0: welcome. Uh, You may be you know. At the gym, working out. <laughs> oh man, wherever you are, um, at home, at work, um, driving somewhere, welcome to our podcast.
1: Yeah, for real. Uh, we're excited to be here. Kind of a revamping of, uh, of a TFL podcast. We used to have old TFL Revolution, um, which is out there. If you guys want to get in the backlog, go see what's, what's up with those episodes. But uh, normally, Dakota, I don't sound like this. Why not? Well, normally I don't have a sinus infection that I'm getting <laughs> over, so I'm like I never I never get sick, um, and I know Jake says the same thing, but, <laughs> but but really I like I like never get sick, and I'm kind of almost prideful about it. But like Tuesday, I started to get like this like sinusy action thing. I always have allergies. Allergies are always like killing me. But like Tuesday, it was like okay, this seems like a little bit more. And then like Wednesday, I just got hit by a freight train, and then it just like, yeah, it's been horrible the last couple of days. And so I still don't want to admit that I'm sick, but I, I'm getting over it, okay?
0: And I'm, like, the opposite. Like, I'm <laughs> sick once a week. Like, not calling into work once a week, but just, you know, I'm dead today. Uh, don't talk to me. I'm freaking, right.
1: yeah. <laughs> there was this this one time I got sick that I could remember, and it was the our, our MMA fight team. It just went through everybody. like there was like six of us at the time. It was years ago, like 2010, I don't know, hmm. maybe even sooner. But dude, it just one by one, like hey, my movies just were taken out like a hit list. And so I remember getting in my car and like just feeling gross, and I had to open the door and I just threw up all over the ground.
0: Oh, that's just a great visual.
1: <laughs> so I admitted to, I admitted to being sick that time. I think you kind of had to. Yeah, that, that, that had the best of me. So I'll work on my, my prideful uh, boasting about me being healthy.
0: <laughs> That's probably for the best. Yeah,
1: exactly. So we're going to open things up uh, with a couple segments that we're, that we're implementing into the show here. Number one, can opener. Can opener. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play, well, hopefully. Uh, iTunes is being weird. Our old our old artwork is still there, even though I've updated, like, our profile picture on SoundCloud, which is our host. But it's still the old, like, TFL Revolution-styled uh, artwork. And so I don't know if that will ever be fixed. So if you see that, it's still us. Um, and then Google has yet to, uh, like, approve of us. So maybe we're approved by the time of this, this post. But, you know, we're just searching for a little bit of approval from Google, but we are on Spotify and iTunes and SoundCloud, which I think are like the biggest players, you know. Arguably. Oh, for sure.
0: Yeah. I, if it's not on Spotify, I'm not listening to it. <laughs> That's my motto.
1: Yeah, it makes sense to me.
0: And if you want to be a part of the show, uh, you can visit us at tflministries.com slash podcast. Uh, you can submit your suggestions for our segments. And also, you can let us know when we screw up. Plus, we'll be posting lots of questions on there. I really want to have the community involved in this podcast because we're making it for you guys.
1: Dakota, why would anybody listen to us? What are we doing here?
0: Uh, you know, really, we're going to have fun. We're going to talk about just some subjects that you and I deal with, um, some things that we're passionate about or that we just want people to hear. And uh, we're gonna do, we're going to have fun doing it.
1: Yeah, definitely. And, like, you know, talking about stuff that people care about. You know, like, like food. <laughs> you know, food's a big one. I love food. Yeah, who doesn't? I love choking people. I'm,
0: I'm not a passionate. So here's something about that.
1: Dakota. Is Dakota really enjoys being touched? <laughs> <laughs> like, like so, if you see Dakota, just give him a big oh, slappy yeah. hug. I will just love that. Yeah, like just pat him on the back a couple times, rub his shoulder. Uh, he really, really enjoys being touched.
0: Especially shoulder rubs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, talking about BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, uh, I mean, music, um, in between all of that, we really want to bring this message of why Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we believe that Jesus isn't just one compartment of our lives, but that he should infiltrate and be a part of every avenue of who we are. And so everything that we talk about, Just so we're we're not like hoaxing people. Everything we talk about will, in some way, hopefully, come back to Jesus. Absolutely, and that's the whole whole goal of this podcast. And so, uh, and not just in
0: the podcast. That's for our lives too. Yeah, ultimately.
1: Like, and that's and that's who we are. Like, you know, we're we're not like the the sharpest crayons in the (laughs) (laughs) past.
0: What is that? That's right. Hey, but you know what? God can use everyone, and... Uh, if God can use us. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Amen.
1: So, uh, anyways, what, what qualifies us here is hopefully our character and our integrity of, man, we just love Jesus. We want to glorify Him, and here's a podcast about it. Yeah, definitely. So, with that, Dakota... Yeah, with
0: that, we got a whole bunch of fun segments that we're going to integrate into this podcast, keep you guys um, just uh, involved, um, want, want to grab your attention and, and keep you listening. So first, we're going to start with...
1: A winning, a winning, a Kanye West. Yo, he's been a hot topic.
0: Oh, super hot topic. Not not like the store <laughs> in the mall. <laughs> um zach and i were actually together when uh kanye's latest album dropped uh we were actually in spokane washington even though we both live in butte montana we were there uh coincidentally for our friend's wedding Luis, uh, and congratulations louise yeah,
1: we love you yeah so uh a
0: part of that amazing weekend spending time with them and our friends um this album dropped and really kind of took me off guard um i mean there's a lot to talk about kanye west but i remember there were rumors uh albums ago of kanye saying hey uh i'm gonna you know start integrating my religious beliefs my spiritual beliefs into my work and uh he was gonna release some of that on life of pablo and he kind of did um but when you listen to those songs it'll be like halfway through halfway through the song it's like oh like, yikes Ugh, like this will never make it to a youth group playlist <laughs> <laughs> a little too explicit i mean even the album cover come on that is, that yeah, is yes. vulgar a
1: little little rough on that one which is fine uh you, you know
0: he's he was a hip
1: hop artist yeah for a long time kanye has claimed to be a christian right but not until recently, with the release of Jesus Is King, did this kind of start to really look and sound like okay? There seems to be some sort of transformation in Kanye. Oh, absolutely. And so we asked the community, basically just my Facebook friends, and my Instagram friends, we're like, okay, what do you guys, what do you guys think of of Kanye? Um, I presented three questions, and let's see. The first question was, uh, what do you think of Kanye's new album? Should people be hesitant to accept Kanye's new direction? And what artist would you like to see make a gospel album? And so overall, I think the the comments are mainly pretty positive. Oh, you know? for sure. And I think that might be also the the pool of people that I'm asking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? Like, but it's, it's hey, not the general yeah, public. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we are going to talk about that a little bit. But in, in terms of kind of what we've done and researching and. I'm kind of asking our friends is overall pretty positive, you know, but again, we'll kind of get into some of the negatives that are out there and Mm -hmm. kind of what our thoughts are on the overall thing. But, uh, one of the comments here from our good friend, Jonathan over in Plains, he's, he's like, yeah, dope. I love the album. Um, and he's not hesitant to accept Kanye, uh, but he does say he would be cautious uh, not because it's Kanye, but we should be careful when we accept anything into our lives. Uh, and he makes a good point. And what I always remember, too, even like with books, you know, books, music, is there there are pieces of like entertainment or education that we interact with? Mm-hmm. You know, we should always have an inner filter. Absolutely. No matter what it is.
0: In the Christian world and out. I mean, even in our churches, um, you need mm-hmm. to be careful what you're listening to, what you're putting in. Um, it, absolutely. In yeah. every part of our lives. Yeah,
1: Definitely. Definitely, definitely. And then so yeah, dude, with his question asking who uh, he'd like to make a gospel album, he goes, man, tough. I hate to say it. Um, I rarely listen because of how crude his work is. But Post Malone. I, I would love that.
0: Yeah. I, I like Post Malone. Uh, he's got talent. Um, and I love it. There's this new wave of artists coming out that didn't get their rise to fame through like a, a company, through a publication, through a record deal. He was a SoundCloud artist that just, people loved his music, and now he's famous. You know, people like Billie Eilish, she recorded her album with her and her brother in her bedroom. I mean, that'd be like you and I going and recording a freaking album, like, in the kitchen and being <laughs> famous overnight. Sure. So, I, I love that. Yeah, a Post Moan would would That would make a phenomenal album.
1: Who do you think? Who would you like to see? Basically, oh, what man. we're asking is, who, so, who would you like to see? I was actually saved? thinking about
0: this yesterday. Um, I think Drake, y- you know, in the hip-hop world, mm-hmm. if he made an album similar to Jesus is King, oh, that'd
1: be phenomenal. Yeah. That'd be phenomenal. Yeah, definitely. I was thinking about this. And, you know, Kanye's such an influential person. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about this later, too. But, like, one of the things I wanted to say was that there's really no one better at this time in our culture to make this change than kanye you know just his time perfect oh for sure yeah you know he's got a ton of influence um he's turning heads Mm -hmm. and people are hearing about jesus that's you know that's the biggest thing absolutely you know the name of jesus it's it's all caps in his his album artwork um but also like i was thinking of guys like eminem you know, dude, he's an influential guy. And if he made a radical change like that. Yeah. Um, and you know, whenever he drops music, oh, doesn't
0: matter the time. He could drop a song tomorrow. No hype for it. It's going to be on the top yeah,
1: 10. Definitely. It'll be number one for a while. But, yep. All right. So I wanted to kind of look at some of these articles that we found online. Mm-hmm. And so from Time Magazine, uh, the editor is really roasting Kanye. And so he basically is saying that it's his least inspirational album of his whole career. And so I wanted to read um, just a couple of quotes from it here. So he says, While the album's concept might be lofty, it's also his least ambitious. Jesus is King clocks in at just 27 minutes, slightly longer than the stump of an album that was ye, and feels heavy on shortcuts and light on tension. While there are plenty of likable elements, Impassioned melodies, slick production, motivated guest appearances. The album is dominated by generic worship uh, lyricism and over-familiar sounds. West's verbal mission is more limited here compared to his past records, but in his attempt to avoid negativity, he fundamentally misunderstands gospel lyricism, which is often filled uh, with conflict and hardship. Many gospel songs are driven by transformation, in which sinners hit rock bottom before receiving a glimpse of hope. So what do you think about that, Dakota? Man, just like you said, it's kind
0: of just roasting him. I yeah. mean, I haven't seen articles like this on his past albums. And, uh, you know, even you know Kanye West, he, he said this before, is that as soon as he starts putting Jesus in his songs— he knew this was going to be the backlash he got from from the media, from the public um, because he's no longer talking about drugs, sex, gangs, anything like that, guns. Um, he's now talking about life and spiritual his spiritual upbringing, which to the media I guess seems super boring and right. not original because every you know every Christian has that transformation story. So I guess to them, this is like, ah, you couldn't have done something a little different. But to Kanye and to us, it's it's like we're sick of the old, you know, same music, always talking about the same topic, same subject right. of just death and destruction. And now it's something new and full of life. And so on one hand, this is what we what we expect from the public. They, they're not going to understand it. Um, at least most of them are mm-hmm. from this standpoint. Um, and so it's kind of what you expect from the times, but uh yeah, yeah, I and, don't think it's accurate in, right. in my
1: opinion. And two, if you look at the arc of his albums, you know you see that tension- mm-hmm. you know, not just in this album, this album's like a celebration, yeah, you know of, of the transformation that started happening, sure. you know um, with with the release of Yeezus back in the, back in the day. Um, and then all the way to the last one that he collaborated on with Kid Cudi you know, you see this tension building. And I think if you look at the arc of those albums, you see why this one makes sense. Absolutely. You know, and I will agree, like, you know, he doesn't talk a lot about his past. Sure. In these ones. It's just... But there's a reason but there's, for that. Yeah, because he's already has. Yep. You know, he's done a lot of that. And so I think it makes a lot of sense with his album just being completely mm-hmm. just joyous, you know. And I remember, like, the first, you know, we were laughing, like, where were you when Kanye's album dropped? <laughs> right. Um, but like it, it gave me goosebumps and made yeah. me like tear up. It was like what? Yeah, it's like, powerful.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I wonder what the times would would write if he released another album like previous. If mm-hmm. they would praise it like, oh, this is his best stuff yet. Right. It's only twenty seven minutes long. Total palpable mm-hmm. like time of of length of songs.
1: Yeah, what do you have to say with the the short the short uh, album? Forty seven minutes. I
0: think it's great. Um, Artists nowadays, unless you have a creative need for an album, you're not going to release an album. It is mostly singles nowadays. That's what you hear on radio. Ariana Grande set a record this year for most um, singles in the top 10. She beat the Beatles, who held that record. She released singles before an album and then pieced them together. Um I think artists are just releasing singles because that's what sells. And they're releasing EPs, you know, shorter albums, extended plays uh, instead. And so, and that might go into us talking about um, money, about people are saying, oh, Kanye just did this for the money. Where's the money (laughs) in Christian music? You want to talk about money? Give me the top gross Christian or, you know, Christian named artist compared to the top gross of of a secular artist it's not even even close close. there's no comparison you don't release an album and you don't do it as a Christian base for money there's you do it for the
1: for the kingdom Mm -hmm. hey become a pastor
0: (laughs) there's total (laughs) there's lots of money in that
1: so yeah I was thinking that too and then uh then I wanted to go to a second article um from Think Christian. You know,
0: Think Christian is yeah, a, a good, really cool really cool company. They do a lot of podcasts that I love to listen to and they write a lot of articles and, yeah. and their basis is that there's no such thing as secular. Mm. Um I'm not sure that's what I believe or mm. what you believe.
1: Right. But um, that's where these guys are coming from.
0: Yeah, and it's a really cool concept to think about.
1: Yeah, definitely. This this uh editor here, Claude Acho, I think that's how you how you say his name. Um but here's what he had to say. Is He goes, Jesus' is king is both West's declaration and his marching orders, the truth he wants all to hear. Now, nowhere is this intent clearer than on the three-song sequence of God is, hands-on, and use this gospel. While several of the album's songs feel like incomplete sketches, the same criticism was, was rightly leveled um, at 2018's Ye. these three are the project's most polished work. As the only songs over three minutes long, they are vital to understanding his expression of Christianity. These tracks are a mini narrative that encapsulate the core themes of West's current Christian journey, revelation, consecration, and mission. So I thought that was a really well said uh, article. Again, I only took a little bit from it. Uh, but it, it really shows this arc mm-hmm. of, of Kanye's journey. Yeah. Um, and, and really his relationship with God. And so I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about these. Uh, what do you think about these these three words uh, between revelation, consecration and mission? They're kind of churchy words. For sure. Yeah. So and you might do a better job at explaining
0: the definitions of the, of these words than I can. Um, but I totally agree with you, uh, with this article. Um, I think the album definitely has a flow Mm -hmm. on purpose, um, musically and, uh, missionally to, to show a statement, to prove a
1: point. Definitely. Definitely. And with these three words, revelation, consecration, and mission, you know, it really, those three can be summed up in the relationship with God. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit because it's not like Kanye all of a sudden found a new doctrine to memorize right you know it's not like all of a sudden he's found these Bible verses and likes them you mm-hmm. know what I mean but what what is shown through these songs again we we don't know we don't, we, nobody knows anybody's heart sure only God does yeah, absolutely but all we can examine here is the fruit of this album yep the outward expression exactly and so from this outward expression from the fruit of this album you could look you kind of work backwards. And what's mm-hmm. showing itself is this relationship with God. Again, not, not a new doctrinal hobby, but a relationship with God. And that's what happens when we have the truth revealed. Yep. We consecrate ourselves. What basically that means is we are surrendering ourselves. We're, we're putting ourselves aside. It's no longer us who live but God in us. Yep. And and every part in every part, not just our hobbies,
0: you know, just like Kanye, not just in his music. I saw him on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, Jimmy asks him, you know, with this release of this album, are you a Christian artist now? And, uh, Kanye West kind of smiles and he says, I'm a Christian
1: everything now. Yeah. So good. What a cool statement. (laughs) Definitely. But that's that idea of consecration. It's, it's maturing in your faith. We we're all called to consecrate ourselves unto the Lord, uh, and so that's kind of that idea of of growing with God. And then mission, right? Like man, mm-hmm. once once you find a relationship with God, mm-hmm. you can't help but tell people about it. No, because it's so real. It's like yep. this is everything that that I've ever wanted in my life. Mm-hmm. I found, and I can't help but tell other people. You have to. Yeah, definitely. And so I think that. Uh, you know, um, our boy Claude here does a great job of 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 kind of pulling this out and, and observing that. Yeah. In this album, this album arc, and again, the three songs where God is hands on and use this gospel, uh, really shows that idea of man. Kanye's found it, mm-hmm. and he can't help but share. Absolutely. So, thank you. <laughs>
0: All right, next we got one more article to go over. This is from Faithwire, and uh, we're not sure exactly who the editor who wrote this was, so we'll discredit it to the whole company as a whole. Um, but they reported a massive spike in uh, faith-based Google searches after Jesus' King was released. Searches with keywords like Jesus and the phrase, what do Christians believe are trending on Google right now. Um, here's some quotes from this article. Uh, Really cool stuff is happening. Seizing on that opportunity is the American Bible Society, which is offering to send free copies of the Bible to any American curious about Scripture, Christianity, and the faith West's lyrics describe. John Plake, director of ministry intelligence for ABS, told Faithwire, the goal of the initiative is to help people better understand the theology fueling what West himself has described as an awakening. Uh, when we see an influential cultural figure like Kanye inspire young people to curiously seek out answers to their faith questions, he said, we see an opportunity to step in and do what we do best as an organization, and that's provide and point people to God's Word. Uh, and if you're listening right now and you want a copy of the Bible, um, ABS set up a link at abs.bible/kanye for anyone interested in receiving a copy. And all visitors have to do is fill out a form with their names, email addresses, and mailing addresses, and Bibles will be shipped directly to them. How cool is
1: that? That's so awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, Super cool. And I love how they were like, when we see an influential cultural figure like Kanye, mm-hmm. you know, they, they seize the opportunity.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I've heard a lot of people um, personally uh, talk about, you know, how this is wrong, that Kanye should not be stepping out of his lane into the christian world and that is setting a bad tone a bad example for other people hmm. and i just want to revert back to the bible yeah. um think about the transformation and I'm, I'm no way comparing directly but from saul to paul um this is a dude who killed christians he was so anti-jesus um And what a better person to write scripture for the Bible, to document that, and to show the gospel to people. What an influential person. And I think in today's times, Kanye is just stepping into the role that he believes God wants him to do. He's Mm -hmm. listening to the word and he's following the steps. And who cares about what his past is? That might even be a better example of the amount of grace that god offers for believers yeah and if he's a celebrity so what if he was a nobody so what he is spreading the gospel he's uh providing ways for people to look up jesus to learn about him and to ultimately come to know god
1: yeah man and something that that i was thinking too is the church better catch up absolutely you know uh, and this is kind of more my opinion, so sure. it, might, <laughs> it might be good or not.
0: This whole podcast is really, really though, just our opinions. If, if you guys so. don't
1: agree. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, this this is definitely like a, a sign of things to come. I really believe that because there there was no one better like I said earlier there's no one better to make this step than Kanye. He's a huge man of influence and didn't you say last year he was like the highest grossing yep made artist? the most
0: money um as, as a musician last year.
1: Yeah. And so you, we should be celebrating this because there has been this this kind of low low-key assumption of let's just wait and see. You know, let's 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 see what Kanye has in the future. Yeah,
0: this hesitation in in the Christian world of uh, I'm not going to accept that he's a Christian until time proves why, itself. Why are we like that? I don't know. You know, like... like, If someone came into our church and gave their life to Jesus, would we act the same way if, if they weren't a celebrity? Would yeah. we say... Uh, time will tell. Uh, we'll see if yeah. they come back next week. No, we're celebrating yeah. in that moment. Jesus saved you. Even in heaven, they're celebrating at the sound of someone accepting
1: Jesus into yeah. their life. And just because he's a multi millionaire who has this extreme past of being the party animal yeah. you know, idea, it's like that doesn't that shouldn't change anything. We should celebrate all the more like you were kinda saying.
0: Exactly. The church in many parts, uh, and I've seen the opposite too. I've seen the church react like, and there has been a lot of
1: acceptance. Yes, and and I think those people have voiced their opinion in combat to these like yes, Christians who are like, oh, I don't know, right? I don't know about Kanye. But man,
0: it's it's this true storytelling of the prodigal son. There's so many Christians acting like that older brother of, well, why does he get to come back?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of, of uh, Christian hip hop memes. Where it's like, you know, it has like, oh, I don't remember the picture, but it's like a giant. And then it has like all these little guys and the giant's like squishing them all. <laughs> and it has captioned over the giant Kanye. Oh, yeah. And then it has like all the little guys are like Lecrae and Tripoli. Oh, and that's sad. It's like, it's like, oh, when Kanye drops one album. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's, it's so true. And I know a lot of
0: Christian musicians that don't want to label themselves as Christians for their music so that their influence can be greater. Um, and that's a whole
1: another topic yeah, we definitely. can't. Go and you know into. who does that well is NF. Oh, for sure. Um, you know he doesn't really come right out and say Christian. Yeah. You know, but he has that underlying yep. belief, but such an influential presence. Absolutely. Um, that I think wouldn't be there if he said he was like a Christian, Christian artist, artist. Exactly. with a
0: Christian label. Definitely. Yep.
1: Definitely. And so my my statement of the day, Dakota, is. Christians, don't be hunting or waiting for Kanye's slip-up. Man, give the guy some slack. Give mm-hmm. him some space to grow and mature. Because if people looked at us that way, you know, we wouldn't be Christians. No. You know, if every time I slipped up, people like, oh, see, look at that guy.
0: Right. You know. And that's the point of view that so many unbelievers have of the church. Yeah. Um, but they feel condemned, even just stepping. I've heard people say, if I step into the door, I'll probably burst into flames. Yeah, right. Th- that's not how it works. No. And that's not the basis of the church. We we are forgiving and gracious at the root of it.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it's like, you know, you don't need to get in shape to go to the gym. Absolutely. You, know, you don't need to get your life together to walk into a church. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's the message of the cross. I mean, it's God, is, God has forgiven you. God loves right? you. All you need to do is say yes. And that's what Kanye's experience, and that's what hopefully multiple people all around, all around the world are experiencing mm-hmm. through Bible-based churches who are living out the mission of the gospel. And so, anyways, is, is give Kanye some slack. You know, celebrate what he's doing. When he screws up, remember, you screw up too as a Christian, you know, because he's going to stumble. You know, and he's probably under the spotlight more than ever now. Yeah. You know, and so pray for him. You yeah, know, he's absolutely. He's got an awesome ministry. And what's cool is up at Canvas Church, Kevin Gear shared a post. Um, you know, they have they have connect cards. Um, That's every a church service. in uh, Kalispell. Yep, up right. in Calispell. And so what what they've done is they have like these really cool connect cards that they have every every service. And so, but on one of the connect cards, uh, a lady, a mother, shared how her son came to church today because of kanye's album praise god
0: like how cool is that that's so
1: cool so celebrate these things yeah you know any whatever anybody does in the name of jesus is worth celebrating
0: absolutely so ruslin uh i think that's what you say he's he's a rapper i was looking up um you know different people that have already remixed songs off of jesus is king because it's 2019 you can remix a song The week after something drops. So anyways, Ruslan, he drops a verse over uh, one of Kanye's tracks. And and he's stating just just that thought. uh, Prayers for Kanye. We need to uh, just treat him as a brother in Christ. And uh, he was talking about just some of the hypocrites. People saying things like, uh, he needs to go through a a doctrining class before joining the church. He needs to, uh, he can't wear sweatpants and Yeezys to church. He needs to wear a black suit and a tie. And uh, just rapping about verses about how we can be so judgmental. But all we really need to do right now is just show our support and pray for him. I really hope that this opens the door for not only other people, but celebrities specifically to come forward with their faith that may have been ashamed or felt um, like they would have backlash from from the world, from the media. Um, There's so many celebrities that have stepped out this year in faith and just shown outwardly um, their confession for Christ. Um, To name a few, Justin Bieber, leading worship at Coachella. What a phenomenal thing that was. I think that was this year. That Mm might have been last year. I think it was late last year. Um, Demi Lovato just got baptized in the Jordan River, and uh, there was so much backlash on that, and, and we shouldn't be that as believers. We should be celebrating. I... I'm honestly a little jealous. That would be such a cool moment to be baptized in the Jordan River. Um, I'm not a country fan, but something happened at the CMTs huh. a couple of weeks ago. Um, I can't remember his name, but and maybe you guys can help us out with that. But there was a guy who, who prayed on live television on CMTs about um, – Man, I'm not really sure what about because, yeah. like I said, I'm not really a country guy. Yeah, yeah. But but there's just so many celebrities stepping out in their faith. Sure. And I pray that this album that Kanye dropped just and the influence that he has sheds light that it, that it's okay to speak about your beliefs, that you don't have to hide
1: in the shadows anymore. We're definitely not your country, guys. That's for
0: sure. <laughs> I'll listen to country every now and then. I like old stuff. Johnny Cash, uh Hank Williams, Hank Williams Jr. Um, but
1: yeah. if I'm ever gonna go on a massacre killing, <laughs> I would listen to country. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. So if you ever hear me listening to country? Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: what you get to hype up before like a big fight, isn't it? Oh to, man! Just to get in the right
1: I don't, angry, oh. rageful mood. No, that's like you don't want to be in that mood, <laughs> dude. I, like if, if you're fighting from a point of anger. Like, oh, you're just. Oh, come on, that's perfect. No, okay, here, this is. A, there's a rabbit trail for you. Okay, when people are like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna prove the haters wrong. Oh, okay. What a horrible motive to live your life on. That's my motto. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, oh, tell me, tell me about how, how you did that tonight. You know, you knocked him out in 14 seconds. Yeah, I'm here to prove the haters wrong, bro. <laughs> like, no, just. That's what
0: I do every time I go up to preach. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to prove the haters wrong, sharing the gospel. You like this album. I do. I like this album. Yeah, definitely. I like it for a lot of reasons. Spiritually, and um, we already talked about the influence. And, and musically, I think it's great. I do have one complaint. It's not all praise for this album. Mm-hmm. Um, That first track. Oh, number one. Man. Mm-hmm. That almost ruined it. I get it. It sets the tone. I get it. He wants to make a point that this is not the old Kanye West. He's Mm -hmm. setting a point with the choir. But the first time Zach and I heard this, my wife actually started playing the music. And after about 30 seconds, we both kind of looked at her and said, what in the world are yeah. you playing? Yeah, we didn't
1: even know it was Kanye.
0: I think I told her to shut it off. Like, like turn that off. What in the what, what is that country what southern music? gospel
1: album <laughs> did you pull up from the seventies?
0: But uh, she kind of chuckled and looked at us because we've been anticipating this for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, we put on that sec- that second track. And it I don't that? think we listened to anything else that whole weekend. No, no. I mean we just got back from a concert. Uh, we went yeah, to the family, family tours ties. Or- Family Tours. (laughs) We went to the Family Ties uh, tour in Spokane. We got to see Stephen Malcolm, Cannon.
1: uh, Curtis Hoppy. Curtis Hoppy. Dude, dude. he's the man. (laughs) That guy is amazing. I've never heard of him before that. Me either. And, dude, he was like my favorite at that show. So good. Yeah, and then uh, Um, King
0: Chav. King Chav. And then my friend, our friend, Riley Michael Mm -hmm. uh, from Kalispell, he actually got to open up for these guys. How cool is that? Bro, he... Yeah. Freaking nailed it. <laughs> he created some hype. So, anyways, besides listening to that music that weekend, all we did was listen to Jesus Is King. Even my wife loves that mm, album, and yeah. she's not even one to really like hip hop. I mean, she loves albums though. Uh, mm. the The most recent Andy Mineo album that dropped, she loves listening to that. Yeah, and that one's cool because it's an it's a song podcast song. Oh, like it's a snippet of a podcast. It's so creative. Um, but man, anyways. Yeah, One big thing, that first track did not grasp me. But everything after that was so great. I love that Kanye West keeps the tracks um, at a a simple length. Um, I think this is a great influence for young people, and that makes me sound like an old man. But but we need to be um, intentional on how we present the gospel to this new generation. um, Because the attention span, even for me, is not that long. Um, listening to an hour-long podcast uh, can be very difficult for me sometimes. I need I need consistency and clarity in short amounts of time to keep my attention. Um, and I think that these songs do a great job of that. It's, it's showing a point, and it's doing it really well. Kanye does not use a lot of instruments on these tracks. Yeah. He keeps them very simple, and I think that's because he wants to present the gospel, and maybe even unintentionally, at a very simple rate. Because the gospel is simple. Um, we do not need to make it muddy. We don't need to make it complicated when presenting it to people.
1: Yeah. How true that is because his album actually hit a lot of delays before it released. And I wonder if, I wonder what was being refined. You know, I wonder what he wasn't quite happy with before they released it.
0: I heard a lot of stuff that he did, uh, during the filming of the movie that coincides with this album. Um, like for instance, there was some different people on there. Um, Doing some public sins, uh, sleeping with each other, things like that. And Kanye West said, I, I don't want that on yeah. on the film. I don't want you guys working on the project. Um, and I think that's just a declaration of, of, of him wanting to be pure in this motive. He's not doing this for the fame.
1: No. He already had that. Yeah. He already has that. Yeah, he's already lived that.
0: He's doing this for the glory of God.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely, bro. And so with that... What would you say your favorite song is on on the album?
0: Oh, no doubt. My favorite song, and most people have just been calling this the Chick-fil-A song. Yeah. But it's actually called Closed on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, dude, that song is so yeah, good. Yeah,
1: dude, it just bounces, bro. And
0: it, the beginning's kind of funny, so it mm-hmm. grabs your attention. He, he's talking about he, somebody is his Chick-fil-A. Somebody's his number one with Lemonade. Mm-hmm. That's I've seen that <laughs> all over the internet. Um, but man, when he gets to halfway through that song, when the beat comes in, when it gets to that second half of the song, when the beat comes in, he is just full on talking about gospel in his life. He is proclaiming scripture. He is, he is just proclaiming this message of, I'm going to fight no matter what. I'm not going to let anything stop me. I'm going to keep doing this even if nobody follows me. And, and the lyrics behind that are so inspirational. That song gets me
1: hyped up. Yeah, that's that's a hype song, bro. No doubt. Yeah, I would say my favorite one is Hands On. Um, It's near the end. I'm not even sure what number it is. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, it's number nine. Uh, But dude, I love that one because he's talking. He's he was already anticipating the backlash of Christians, Mm -hmm. and so he's like, "Man, the Christians will be the first one to judge me." Yep. Uh, But what he was talking about too in there was really his motive. You know, what's he doing this for? Uh, What's the direction? And I just love that because it's so raw. It's like so just true. And, and I love that one. That one could get me hyped. Uh, but, dude, sure. there's so many good ones on there. Yeah, the only one I don't really like is number one. I agree. I'll just skip that one every time. <laughs> but.
0: Yeah, there's so – I know I know a lot of people really like the one with Ty Dolla's sign, uh, Everything We Need. What a great song. And it's so catchy. Yeah. That's another thing. All of these songs are so catchy. They get stuck in your head. So that is the end of the undisputed segment of today's show, um, kind of the main topic of this podcast episode. Next, we will move into our next segment um, the best walkout song.
1: And his name is John C. <laughs>
0: So a walkout song, if you're not familiar, is what is going to be playing when you are walking from the locker room into um, the cage, the the match, the fight. And it is what is going to hype up the crowd to get them inspired and just ready to see you do well in your fight. So you don't want something corny playing you don't want something that's not uh intentional to what your beliefs are uh it needs to mean something to you um some of the most famous ones uh the john cena walkout song i mean that that is that's it i don't nothing's more hype (laughs) and hype that is what we really want to emphasize with these walkout songs and maybe you can use uh this one when you're going out for a fight um maybe you can dream about it uh if you if you're not a fighter
1: maybe you don't have one yeah. And you need one. So yeah.
0: And this week, um, I chose one, uh, but just to tie into Jesus is King. But the weeks to follow, we really want to hear from the community. So if you guys want to post your walkout songs, what they mean to you, or maybe the funniest one that you've heard at a match, um, and tell us kind of a story about that. So this week, um, in the spirit of hype, and the spirit of Jesus is King by Kanye West, Gavi released this snippet of... And it's only on his Instagram page, but a snippet of this remix of Jesus is Lord, the last track on Jesus is King. And this song goes hard. You can just picture it in your mind, Zach walking out into the cage. I
1: see it. I see it. Man. And the crowd just going wild. 80% of my music, like what? 80% of my time listening to music is, oh, would this be a good walkout? (laughs) For sure.
0: And at the end of this podcast, we will play this song for you guys. And there will also be a link to it on our website.
1: And then one more segment that we want to end with is book or song of the week. And so this is something that you could kind of dig into. Maybe you've already read it. Uh, Maybe you've already listened to it. Um, But these are like different Different educational, like kind of an educational part of the podcast where mm-hmm. like something you, you could look into. And when you look into it, you got to look into it. Look uh, into it. I've been when you look into, into it. it. Um, so the book this week is Rethinking Sexuality by Julie Slattery. And it's an awesome book. Definitely worth the read. Everybody should read about it. Um, everyone talks about sex. Everyone thinks about sex. But it's this idea of what, what culture has done and what, what the Bible says. And it's an awesome, awesome book. So worth the read. Rethinking Sexuality. She has a good podcast out there, too. Um, I haven't listened to it. We should have her on the podcast. Dude, that'd be great. We should be on her podcast. Oh, I don't know about that one. (laughs) Hey, what's up, Julie? (laughs) Hey, just look into it. Just look into it, bro. I'm just saying, just look into it. So anyways, guys, well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, Season one, episode one, in the books. Dakota? Well, we'll see you... What? (laughs) What?
0: What do you want me to say? I don't know. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, it's been a pleasure making this episode and we are so excited to make more content for you guys and uh, stay tuned. We will see you next week.
1: Peace. Every need Every, need. Every it. Yeah.